0: The following program is rated D for dumb. The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Dave Canyon here, your pragmatic podcaster. Are you ready to dumb it down? Alright, let's dumb it down, let's get pragmatic, let's dumb it down, let's have some mindfulness, let's have some common sense, let's do uh, do some uh, searching for truth, happiness, right, the search for it all, pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all, one of my taglines that I just botched up, Um, you know, always doing something different at the beginning of the show, and definitely the newest thing is introducing myself as the pragmatic podcaster, trying to introduce that sort of thinking into people's lives It's a part of my life, and um, I really don't want to make it a part of your life. I want you to decide for yourself. But uh, the way I seem to live my life is to live a life pretty much without bells and whistles. Even though this iPhone that I use, and it's only an iPhone. It's all I use to produce my my episodes. This is like episode, I think, 159 at this point. And um, as we close in on episode 200... Uh, I know it's 40 episodes or 41 episodes from now, or 31 episodes from now. No, yeah, 41, except uh, it goes fast, especially if I do two a week. And, of course, I like to do something special for 200, like I wanted to do something special for 100. Whether I do or not is another story. Most likely, I'll never get to it. It will be one of those failed intentions. But that's fine. As long as I keep on doing podcasts, it's fine. I don't have to have a Milestone episode at episode 200. We already had Milestone 150, 155, and 156. We've already had several. I could make any... If NBC TV could make every episode must-see TV, if every news item on the news is a news break or a news alert, a Fox News alert, which is so overused now... Now, I don't watch a lot of news, but if when I do watch news, I do try to watch a variety of different channels... Um, Fox being one of them, you know, and all the other ones, CNN, MSNBC, and the three networks, you know, uh, you know ABC, NBC, CBS, and all that stuff. And uh, the overuse of the alert, of the news break, of breaking news, all of that is really doing damage uh, or has done damage to the psyche of this nation. And that's it. To me, that's not very pragmatic, you know, to, to behave like that, to make everything such a huge story when everything is not a huge story. And every show I do is not a milestone show, much less than a milestone show. But it has become just a little bit of a joke. Um, and uh, it's fine. Uh, it's, you know, it's funny. Uh, but 200 is sort of milestone. listen, you can make anything a milestone. You can, uh, when, I, when I used to run, you know, I remember when I would, you know, I would run uh, 50 feet. And then I'd stop and go, oh, wow, that was pretty far. That's the furthest I've ever run. Honestly, 50 feet. And then I, oh, I'd run 100 feet. And then, you know, uh, I would, um, I picked a path near where I live, around the Saugerties Reservoir, and I would go from mailbox to mailbox. And then I would go from telephone pole to telephone pole. And, uh, you know, I don't remember exactly how long it took, but uh, within a certain amount of time, a couple of months or whatever it was, I was able to run the entire length of the reservoir without stopping. And that's, you know, up a couple of hills, not major hills, but, you know, incline, let's say that some inclines, some declines, but eventually, I was able to make it around the entire radius, if that's the word, you know, the circumference, the radius, whatever, one lap around the Saugerties Reservoir, which came out to, I think, 4.372 miles or something like that. I've driven it with my vehicles several times because I forget the length, and I just do a lap around, and I, I need to remind myself of the length. And then, you know, as you move on, you know, as I moved on in my running experience, I would do, you know, a 5K, which is 3.1 miles. And, you know, uh, then eventually I would do uh, like a 10K or whatever. So everything is a milestone. Life is a milestone. It's a series of milestones. I guess we just decide to which one we're really going to emphasize. And for whatever reason, what's whatever your criteria is, that this is a milestone that you want to celebrate. But I, I, as far as pragmatism goes, to me, every day is a milestone. The fact, I've never been... 56 years old and 125 days before. And it's a joke to a lot of people. It's very funny. Oh, I've never been this age before. You know, I've never been this old. But, you know, I choose to celebrate life in every instance. Which is one of the reasons why I'm not a big holiday guy. Uh, I mean, there's various reasons. But the holidays are coming up. Right now, the Jewish uh, people are celebrating, I think, Yom Kippur today. So for all my Jewish listeners, today is October 8th. Right now, it's October 8th, and it is um, 6-something at night, 6.47. I'm actually running very late for work because I was just on a special assignment for my job. I actually had to pick up somebody somewhere and drop them off somewhere as a matter of convenience to the company. And hopefully, they'll compensate me, which I'm sure they never will, for my efforts because I could have been already at work. But instead, I went and helped out my company, pick up a supervisor on one side of the throughway and drop them off on the other side of the throughway. What a nice guy I am. Or am I a sucker? Should I have insisted on compensation before I agreed to the mission? It doesn't really matter. Um, I know in the hearts and minds of certain people they know I'm a nice guy. And uh, maybe this will score some points for me. Somewhere down the road where I need points to be redeemed. Alright, um... So uh, milestones, holidays. So happy Yom Kippur, happy Rosh Hashanah to anybody who celebrates it. I don't do really. I don't do holidays. I'm just saying it as a courtesy to you. Most uh, episodes will fly by, and I won't mention the holiday at all. And uh, and most uh, news events will come and go. Major news events, and I will not discuss it. Uh, nobody has really emailed me about it. Nobody's really said anything about it. I don't get emails. I don't get tweets. I don't really get a lot of personal. Uh, Uh, criticisms about the show. I get certain people who like to be honest. They like to be honest. That's what they say. They're being honest. But uh, I don't get really a lot of criticisms. Um, But uh, one of the things I know I do, and I don't need anybody to tell me, is that I don't do major news stories uh, that often. uh, And politics. Because I don't understand them. I don't know them. Uh, For me to venture into an area that I have not only... Little expertise, but no expertise. No basic knowledge. And that's that's not going to make for a good show. It's going to make me look foolish. Uh, I will address certain issues uh, in my own way. As a pragmatist. As a pragmatic. Uh, which is not even a, really a thing, to be honest with you. It's not a thing, but I'm making it a thing. Because that's, that's all I have, really, to offer you. I don't have religion to offer you. I don't have uh, a political point of view that's so skewed... You know so one directional like many talk show hosts i don't have that i don't want that that's not the, who i am it's not what i am what i am and who i am is this this is it this this type of talk this open-minded middle-of-the-road type of talk open-minded to all ends of the spectrum or whatever you know the pro and the con and the yin and the yang i think that's where the beauty is in life to to appreciate the action and reaction you know and all of that stuff I want to thank Alex Exum at the top of the show for doing that intro. Alex Exum created that whole thing you heard at the beginning. Go to alexexum.com, alexexum.com, A-L-E-X-E-X-U-M.com, and uh, maybe he'll do a voiceover for you. Give him an email. Give him a call. And uh, if you like the intro at the top of my show, he could do the same for you. Also, the uh, AI voice you heard at the beginning of the show was um, AI Hazel. The following program is rated D for dumb. That was AI Hazel. And, um, thank you, Linda Irwin from Awesome Insanity Surfers for providing that AI voice to me for the show. Uh, I have plenty more. We've done four so far. We've done AI Mike. The following program is rated D. Right. And then we've done AI Emma. The following program is rated D. And we've done AI Dave. The following program is rated D. That's excellent. Um, And we have plenty more where that came from. And we'll be doing even more stuff than that. Just to mix it up a little bit. It's always, you know, just something different. But uh, the show is rated D for dumb. Dumbing it down with Dave. I got asked once, uh, or several times, how come it's called Dumbing It Down With Dave? And the answer is because if I called it Raising the Bar With Dave, there would be expectations. Expectations of knowledge and expertise, which I do not have. So that's why you're getting it Dumbing It Down With Dave. Uh and it's really uh, a way of saying to make things more clear let's dumb it down a little bit let's make it easy for everybody to understand and uh, I would have to first understand certain things to be able to dumb it down but uh, I don't always understand things so I'll uh, I'll talk about it in my own way for instance uh, and once again this is the uh, obligatory, obligatory part of the show as we are wow 10 minutes in where um, I say this is not the show I wanted to do <laughs> it's not the show I wanted to do uh, I wanted to talk about something else and we'll get to it. We'll get to it. It's not that big of a deal, but it's something I want to share with you. Uh, but let me just really quickly talk about what's going on with President Trump and everybody in the world of American politics and the U- Ukrainian government and all of that. I don't know anything. I'm not an expert. I know nothing. I don't I don't even really know the origin of of this story except that here's how I see it. There's, in American politics, there are Republicans to the right, Democrats to the left. For those, of you, for those of you who are dyslexic, Democrats to the left, Republicans to the right. I'm not even sure if that's really helpful to you. And I don't say dyslexic, I say less dyslexic. But, I mean, if you really are dyslexic, what did you say less dyslexic? Anyway, so, it's always been like that. And occasionally there's a third party that sort of, you know, sticks its head out and they go, oh, look at that guy. And then there's, there's a burnout. There's a fade. You know, whether it's Ross Perot or whoever, independent party, libertarian party, you know, nobody really has the confidence, the guts to say, I'm out. I'm out of the Republicans. I'm going libertarian. It's a very small group of people who are brave enough. I use the word brave. You might use the word, a different word. Um, but it's very rare, because that's why they're such a small party. So we are very much consumed with Republicans and Democrats. And uh, Republicans to the right, Democrats to the left. That's, for some reason, that's how we've, dis- we, we, we've also given it a color. We've not only given it a position, you know, to the left or to the right, we've given it a color. You know, Republicans being red, right, and uh, Democrats being blue, I think. It doesn't really matter. I don't know why we do it, but we do it. I guess because of the television and how they divided up the map. Red states, blue states, whatever. Swing states, who cares? So, this is how I see it. This is how I see most things. Whatever we're talking about on TV tonight, Trump, Ukraine, Adam Schiff or whatever, the Mueller report, Pelosi, impeachment... I don't believe that anything that's being discussed is really the issue. There really is no issue. I'm not saying nobody did anything. I don't know enough to know. How could I possibly know? I am not well versed in the Constitution. I am not well versed in the protocols of the presidency, of the Ukrainian government, of impeachment, of the Speaker of the House. I don't know how any of that works. And I believe, again, my favorite number in the world, ninety nine percent. In this particular case, ninety nine point nine percent of the United States Americans, the United States voters, and I, I believe a large part of the press also has no idea how any of this works. The process. The process of impeachment and or the process of how our president is supposed to act in regards to other countries and what rights he has to talk to whoever and say whatever. All that being said and done, I don't think anything you're hearing tonight on the, on the news or on the radio is really the news in regards to, you know, what's important, uh, in regards to whatever it is that they're talking about. This whole thing is all about power. It's all about power. There's just no way that either side, now understand what I'm saying, I'm not saying left versus right, right versus left. I'm saying it doesn't really matter who's in charge. There's just always going to be this everyday, ongoing battle for power. And we, the Americans, suffer. And we, the Americans, let it happen. I believe that every American should be doing a podcast, which is ridiculous. It's not going to happen. Every American should grab a phone and create a Spreaker account. you know, Or wherever. Go to Podbean. I don't care. Do whatever you go. Go to CastBox. It doesn't matter. Wherever you can find Dumbing It Down with Dave. I'm on everywhere. Go to iTunes. It doesn't matter. Create a YouTube channel, and just yell, yell at the United States government. And say, "Stop it! Stop it!" Like children. Say, "Stop it!" Or we could all stop paying our taxes. Or we could all just do the not the Million Man March, not the million, not the the other the woman the American March. Why can't we just do the American March? And the Americans will will walk out of work. They will walk out of school. They will walk out of everything. On a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever. Let's do it on Monday. Everybody hates Mondays anyway, right? So go to work prepared to leave. Go to work. Say hello. Say, all right, guys, you ready? Let's all go downstairs. And you're in Manhattan. you will flood Fifth Avenue, Madison Avenue, Park Avenue, Wall Street. It'll look a little bit sillier in the smaller towns. But everybody go outside. And just protest And say we're done. Every year, we're going to do this until you guys get it right. And maybe we'll do it once a week. Maybe we'll do it once a month. I'm sure we won't. But why? Why does why everybody all willing to get into buses and and drive to uh, Washington D.C. to do the million woman march or the million man march or the, what, what, all these marches that we've had? Here, I'm telling you, don't take a bus. Just go outside. Just like the, in Network, the guy said, open your windows, stick your head out, and yell, I'm sick and tired and I'm fed up. I'm not taking this anymore. The reality is this will never happen. I could really try. I could you know, draw up press releases. I could hire a publicist. I could make a big stink about it. I could just do it myself. I'm doing a podcast. And uh, maybe I will do a YouTube shout-out. I, I don't know. But I am tired of it. Because when I am home, and I'm very rarely home, for those of you who don't know, I'm a truck driver. I work nights, five days a week. I'm scheduled for four, but I do a fifth day overtime. But when I do go home and I watch the news, and I don't like watching, watching the news for this reason, but when I do watch the news, it's very interesting, interesting to me to see how everybody is very right. Everybody is very right when they speak, and the other people are very wrong. They're very delusional. They're very crazy. They're very insane. They're very disgusting. Everything you could possibly call the other side, the other side will call that person that side. You know, oh, they're lunatics. Oh, they're self-righteous. Well, I'm telling you this. It doesn't matter what party I'm registered with, Dave Canyon. It doesn't matter who I voted for in the last election or the election before that. I'm telling you as a pragmatic, I watch the news and I go, Boy, this is exhausting. You guys are nuts. All of them, left and right. Now you might say, "Dave, no, no, no. Don't 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 buy into it." You, you go with your instincts, Dave. There is one side that is right and there is one side that is wrong. And the wrong side is making it very hard for the right side to get the job done. They're threatened by the fact that things are getting done. They're threatened by the great economy. They're threatened by this and that. Listen, I get all that. I could go that way. I could be that talk show host. I could say, "Oh, listen, I am so sick of this one side. I don't like them attacking this other side. Uh, uh, they're just—it's all about getting rid- getting rid of the president, and nothing has worked. So now we've just gone to—we've doubled down, or whatever words they use in the news—and now we're going straight to impeachment. And then all I can hear about is how there's no impe- impeachable offense. I'm hearing about you know, that it's never going to happen, you, all these things. And then I'm sitting there going, wow, I, who's got the stopwatch on the American government? I think there's a thing called the Oversight Committee, but I don't think that's really what they do. But shouldn't there be, there probably are these nonprofit watch groups, and I don't know. It's hard to know who has an agenda and who does not. Now, let me make this very clear. Unless you're picking up on something that I am not putting out, I do not have an agenda. I'm just an American. I'm just an American trying to... I'm in a Dodge Caravan. Usually it's a Kia Rio. But, you know, this week we're going with the Dodge Caravan. I got 74,362 miles on it. I just bought this because I blew up the Honda Fit. So, 74,362 miles. That will be where we start with this Caravan. I'm on my way to work to drive a tractor-trailer, to deliver dairy products to the Northeast, and I'm going to do it for five days in a row, and I'm going to go home probably Sunday morning, dead to the world, having done about 60-plus hours of tractor-trailer driving. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And I'm going to put up with a lot of nonsense from my coworkers, from my management, from my equipment, from other drivers on the road. And you know, just a little bit with the companies I deliver to. But they're not too bad. They're pretty happy to receive the product and get rid of me. But they have their issues too. Um, I'm going to be dealing with potholes and construction and traffic. A lot of ridiculousness. And apparently we're going to have some rain this week. And eventually there'll be snow and ice. I have no agenda. I sh- this show is called Dumbing It Down with Dave. I've had 20 other titles I could have called it. It's the Zero Agenda Show. You know... The, the, the pragmatic pack uh, podcaster I've had many, many titles and I just watch the news and I get very sick and tired because it doesn't matter who the host is you know the host is 100% right and whoever he's talking about he deems them right or wrong yet you go to another channel and it's the complete opposite it's like bizarro world uh, I don't know if any of you ever read comic books but there was like a super, uh, Superman Bizarro, or Bizarro Superman. I don't even remember if he was a good guy or a bad guy. He's probably a bad guy, but whatever. It's, it's all opposite world. It's like the Adams Family, you know? Everything, everybody, oh, the Munsters. And it's just, it's funny when it's a sitcom. But when it's your government, and you're looking at these guys, and they're talking into a microphone, and all they're doing is attacking or defending, attacking or defending. They're attacking the other party, and the other party's defending themselves. And it just goes back and forth, Hatfield and McCoy's. How do we call out the American government? Please don't tell me it's through my vote. Please don't tell me that. And I'm sick and tired of people, well, you can vote. Yeah, that's what we do. (laughs) Everybody has been voted in. Well, you can vote them out. Yeah, but then we just get another batch of loonies. It's a mindset. I would like to understand, I'd like to know how we change the mindset of this country. Where we elevate people and make them more empowered and more pragmatic, and go, "Hey, we're not taking this anymore. Stop, stop it, stop it." You know, it's like you're the you're the parent driving the car. And you turn around, and you start smacking your kids around, throwing shoes at them or whatever, whacking them. Say, like, "Stop it! Behave yourself! Do your job! Figure out how to make the world less polluted." figure out how to get drinking water not to just 48 states but to 50 states right it's 50 right we need clear drinking water how do we get the environment to be as clean as possible Dave are you an environmentalist listen I'm just saying we need to we we we, we are humans who breathe we need clean air we are humans who drink water a lot of it I, aren't we like three quarters water, three fourths of water? We need we drink water. I shouldn't have to go to the store and buy distilled water. Well, I have well water, but you know, if you have if you live in Detroit or Michigan or wherever these places you live, Newark, New Jersey, you shouldn't have dirty water. You should have clean water, right? I mean, it's not a right, but right. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. You want better motor oil, then you pay for synthetic or whatever better motor oil. You want a better paper towel, go get a paper, better paper towel. But water, what are you going to do about water? Well, you have to rely on the government. I don't want them to overtax. I don't want them to overregulate. I'm not saying all that. I'm saying basic. And that's just one thing. How about making it easy you know, for people to vote? How about, you know, making the roads uh, smoother, safer? How about, you know, whatever? A million things. Medicare, I don't know anything about Medicare, whatever. Medicaid, Social Security, all those things. Do the job. Fix the infrastructure. Civil rights, whatever. You got work to do. Do the job. But all this attacking back and forth. How come there's not one politician... Unless there is, and if there is, I apologize. I don't really follow politics that closely for the reasons that I'm I'm saying. Because it's just so aggravating and so confusing. But how come there's not one politician that stands up and says, Ladies and gentlemen of of the United States, I am Senator so-and-so. I am Congressman so-and-so. And I am done with this. We need to stop. I I call on to my fellow brethren, my congressman brethren, my senator brethren, my mayors, my governors. We need to stop this because you know what? That guy is going to be probably scolded, you know, whatever. You know, they're going to they're going to they, they, they're going to the press is going to have a field day with this guy. It's kind of be, it's kind of would be like when Tom Cruise and Jerry Maguire in the opening sequences. He's he's in bed, he's sweating, he has a an epiphany, he starts typing like a lunatic. He makes this report. Everybody in his office gets the report. Next thing you know, he's labeled a loon, and he's out of a job. Because he he he, for some reason, put his feelings on paper. He expressed his desire for to have better service or whatever it was that he did at the beginning of Jerry Maguire. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you'll have to rent the movie, watch the first five ten minutes. I feel like that every day. I feel like that every day. And it's very hard for me to exist in this environment because a lot of people don't agree with me. As you can see by my lack of success in this podcast, I don't exactly have a huge following. It would help if you would retweet this, you know, if you retweet it out. A lot of people some of you, I want to say a few of you have made the conscious effort to tweet it, to, you know, Facebook it, whatever. And I really appreciate that. It's not enough, but it's it's what it is. I only uh, have made a connection with a few of you, not with hundreds of you, not with thousands of you. Although, if I look at the Spreaker analytics today, I got 250 listens, or 300, whatever, like, uh, in the, between September and October. I got, not just, like, on one day, on one specific day. I, I don't know where these people are. They're not commenting here in the Spreaker box. I don't know if they're listening on Podbean. They're, most of them are on uh, Spotify, most of them. But you can't comment on Spotify. There's no place on Spotify to leave a comment, if I remember correctly. So you have to tweet me, at DumbWithDave, D-U-M-B with Dave. Or email me at dave at Yahoo.com. I don't know how else to Or I have an Instagram account. I, I don't know. You can also listen to this and comment on YouTube. These shows actually go up to YouTube. So I don't really feel like I have a following. And it's fine. I do the show for me. I'm not here to start a revolution. But I think everything I, th- I say makes sense. We need to be a little bit more pragmatic. We need to be less antagonistic and, and, and uh, defensive and offensive. We need to get the job done. We need to go to work, like I do. I can't spend all day fighting. I got I eventually got to put the key in the ignition and go. I need to go. And there's a lot of maintenance along the way, which is one of the hard parts of this job. There's a lot of things to take care of. It's exhausting. What's exhausting is that I shouldn't be the only one that does all these things at my job. I'm not the only one. There are a few select other drivers that also work as hard as I do. I just, you just, it's hard for the, to see because I think we have 85 drivers and there's, on, there's only a handful that actually do the job the way it's supposed to be done. School. Have you heard one of the earlier episodes? I'm not going to refer to it as old school. School. All right. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to start this thing like the brothers start. Like, hey, that's fat. Phat. Right? I'm going to just say, hey man, school. That's school. I'm schooled. You can say whatever you want. Two minutes to go. 28 minutes in. Well, I'm not even going to get to the other part of my show. I'll have to do a bonus episode or something. Or maybe I'll just say it now. Uh, Yeah, so that's it. No agenda. Pragmatism. Pragmatic. Get the job done. You want to refer to it as being a minimalist? Okay, it's minimalism. But I'm not really a great minimalist yet. I'm working on it. There is a minimalist podcast. There are things, and I think I do live my life in a lot of ways as a a minimalist. As as minimalist as I can handle. That's it. That's all I can do. I'm minimalist enough. I'm environmentalist enough. I'm civil rights enough. I'm I'm conservative enough. I'm I'm a nationalist enough. I'm racist enough. I'm loving and compassionate enough. I I, I think I have a very good balance of good things and bad things that keep me level and keep me sane and keep me functioning in this society. But it's it's my idealism that gets me in trouble. It's that when I put out simplicity, people, oh, no, that'll never work. Well, yeah, but you you just said it'll never work. If you said, hey, that sounds interesting, I'm going to try it, well, that'd be the way to help make it work. Well, as soon as you say, hey, that'll never work, well, yeah, well, then it already doesn't work because you just said it, it's never going to work. You just have to do it for yourself. Don't do it for me. Don't do it for the country. Don't do it for anybody. Do it for yourself. If you believe what I have to say, just think about it. All right. That's it. I burnt up the last two minutes. I'm not going to get to the other stuff. I'll have to do a bonus episode. Just bring it up later in the week. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed. Great skills. Whatever. I think it was good rats I left out. Goodbye, good day, good night, good luck, good riddance. Good rats, Godspeed, and great skills. Take care. See you next episode.